Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello? Oh, right. One more of these to go this week. Yeah, and then I'm going to do a great big burnout in the staff parking lot, and I'm going to spray gravel all over everybody's car. It's going to be awesome. So sweet. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Uh, It is Friday. This is where we do recommendations. The recos for the week. Oh, my God, I hate that. (laughs) It's so funny that I find... So people do that to me now, like people in my social circle especially when they just uh the one that really gets to me delish i hate that with a passion mm, these and, wings are delish but now people do it to me knowing that it infuriates me but it really does bother me i don't know like i'm not just going uh, that's mildly annoying it's next level for me good that means you have some true friends around you because yeah. you know uh you know, a, a friend would hear that you don't like the word delish, and they would go oh. out of their way to make sure they never say it. A yeah. true friend will say it nonstop. Yeah, maybe I'll just come into your house at 3 o'clock in the morning and punch you in your sleep. How would you like that? Yeah. Huh? Be very get, undelish. <laughs> get punched in your sleep? Well, that would suck. That's a bad way to wake up, Uh huh. I would say. Yeah, so recommendations to you. Well, first of all, I think that maybe in the future you should just do all the recommendations because it's like everything you say, I will go home and watch. I'm treadmilling my way right now through the captain. Ah, the Derek Jeter one. Holy crap. That's f- I'm not even a real sports guy. Like I enjoy some sporting events, but I would never read a book about sports. But sports documentaries, for some reason, are my thing. So I'm for, it's long. It is. It's seven episodes. When I first saw seven, I was like, oh, this could have been an hour and a half tops. And each one is almost an hour long. So I'm four hours into it. But they're pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. Derek Jeter. I've always been like, I was always fascinated with that guy, but at the same time, it's like you knew really nothing about him. Yeah. And then you learn in this documentary, he really, that was his intent. Oh yeah. He does not want to let you win at all. No. Like there were so many things all of a sudden that I've learned about him. Like what? I had no idea. But anyway, so thank you for that recommendation. And the other one, I had to break, I had to take a pause on uh, Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Mindhunter, which is fantastic, but it's a little too dark for me right now. A little yeah. too heavy. I need. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of laughs in that one. No, I need an uplift. But man, it's good. My recommendation uh, recommendation this week is something I actually went to a movie theater for. That's right. Wow, a theater. Uh huh. I went and saw the menu, which it has the woman in it from uh, Queen's Gambit. Okay. The main actress from Queen's Gambit and Rafe Fines, which is spelled Ralph. Which how can we call him Rafe? I have no clue. Isn't I, it spelled Ralph? I honestly could not tell you the spelling of his name. Okay, so he's in it as well. He plays the chef. He's a good actor. He's great. 
He, uh, I've seen ads for that movie. It seems one. It's like it's a, uh, a twisted movie. It's not. Well, I don't know. It's not a. What was it billed? Like when I looked it up online, it said horror or something like that. And That's I was, what no, I was led to believe. It's not. Like okay. it's not a scary movie. It's just such a unique story. And you can't even say too much about the story without spoiling the movie. But I thought it was fantastic. So if you're looking for a theater type movie to go to with your uh, with your best girl or your best boy, you don't want to be smooching in this one, though. Like focus on the movie. Don't be smooching. Okay, yeah, if you're going to be smooching at a movie, you need it to be one that's loud. No a one Marvel, wants to hear you sucking face. Yeah, like a Marvel movie is a great smooching movie. If you're still going to movie theaters to make out, then, yeah, you don't want to be smooching with this one because there's too much story going on. Oh, okay, you don't want to get lost. Uh-uh, no, it's a good one. So that's my recommendation this week. The Menu, go see it. You know what my recommendation is? What? None. <laughs> I don't have one. What? I'm fresh out. Oh, uh, what? The show I'm watching right now, well, I mean, I could recommend it to you, but it's won, I think, a thousand Emmys, so I think people are aware that oh, it's Oh, I know good. which one it is, yeah. I finally buckled in and watching Succession. Yeah. I tried the pilot a couple times, and I, it was very businessy, and I was like, oh, God. I mean, I know I'm a businessman. Well, yeah, you're all about EBITDA. I need, to, I need a break from business from time to time. Yeah. But I finally started watching it, and you know what? Pretty good. Wow. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that a show that's won a boatload of Emmys was any good? Who knew that universally acclaimed show was actually pretty good? Okay, so that's your recommendation then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you haven't heard, it's a small show on HBO called Succession. It's about this horrible... That's the thing about this show is that all the characters are terrible. No good characters? They're all terrible, but they're all... But for some reason, it's still compelling to watch. Yeah. Like Macaulay Culkin's brother. Oh, is in it, and he hosted SNL, I think, at one point earlier this year, and uh, he's he's on it, and his character is awful, but he's compelling to watch. He's charming in a weird way, so Succession, it's good. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, just two guys watching the world go by. I think back, I would have loved to have been the guy that got to say big shiny tunes in all the TV commercials. That would have been a pretty sweet gig. Pretty good. You know who that is? No, I don't. Steve Anthony. Do you remember him? He was one of your Much Music VJs. Oh, he must have been one of the early ones. Uh, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, you weren't even born yet. Probably. probably. From back in the day when Much Music showed music videos and not just Teen Mom or whatever. Rick the Temp and Strombolopolis were my big oh, yeah. Much Music VJs. But yeah, those big shiny tunes albums from the late 90s, early 2000s, I don't think a lot of people realize how gigantic those albums actually were. Some of the biggest selling, and I know they're, they're compilation albums, but some of the biggest selling albums in Canadian music history are Big Shiny Tunes albums. And you know what? You go through the track listings and it's just a stroll down memory lane. It's banger after banger, baby. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We're getting all nostalgic for Big Shiny Tunes backstage. I can't believe how much time you and I have spent in the Google machine backstage in the last hour just looking up Big Shiny Tunes songs. The world no longer exists to me. No. Uh, it's just Big Shiny Tunes. Going yeah. through the, the Wikipedia page for me, I don't know why I find it so fascinating. It's just, it's sort of, like it's a bygone era. Like when you think about how big these CDs were when they came out, like every year there'd be a new one, right? Was there a couple of times a year? I no, it was once remember. a year. Once a year. It was usually at the end of every year they released it. 
and you look back on it and like I think Big Shiny Tunes 2 specifically is one of the best selling albums of all time in Canada wow it's uh, certified diamond sold a million units you'd come home after school and you'd turn on the TV and you'd hear commercial for Radiohead Sugar Ray That's the one you said, right? Big Shiny Tunes 2. Big Shiny Tunes 2. That was, I think, that had to be one of the first albums I owned that was mine. Ooh, all yours. Yeah. Yeah. You go through the track listing, and they're just flawless. And it's funny how we all have, like I was saying on the air earlier, that the song that's always synonymous with Big Shiny Tunes to me is I, Mother Earth, One More Astronaut. The first song on the first Big Shiny Tunes? I know. And it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's my favorite song. I don't mind that song, but it's the one that comes... The minute I hear that song, I'm like, oh, yeah, Big Shiny Tunes. Uh, a lot of people were texting in before. They can't hear Chumbawamba without thinking Big Shiny Tunes. Oh, man, yes. That, I don't turn that song off when it comes on. That's where I really fell in love uh, with gangster rap when oh, I heard uh, One Week oh, by yeah. Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, yeah. You became a hardcore gangster. Yeah. <laughs> But Scooby no. Snacks is another one that was from one of the big shiny tunes. I can't remember which one now. That's right. Yeah, it was. And that's a really good one. Yeah. The old Sugar Ray ones. Oh, yeah. I don't turn those down. <sighs> but for me, it's always been Fastball the Way. Oh, yeah. Oh, 1998 in a nutshell. I could not stand that song. Oh, man. I hated that song with a passion. But now I hear it and it's sort of like I get nostalgic for a really good time in my life. Like, I think back and I go, oh, yeah, I had it pretty good. I had it pretty good. The late 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, Bryce put up a post on Facebook this morning about Big Shiny Tunes. It was actually Our Lady Peace's post. And they were just talking about, you know, in a post-apocalyptic world, these are really all the albums you need, the Big Shiny Tunes ones. And everybody has a song that's kind of... You hear that song, and you will always associate that song with Big Shiny Tunes, one of the Big Shiny Tunes. Uh, go ahead, hi. Well, I'm slightly creeped out because I feel like either you or Bryce Kelly was hiding in the forest beside my uh, work site all night because about midnight hit, I realized I had no cell reception, so I started listening to Big Shiny Tunes. <laughs> I listened to two through five I have on my phone downloaded. And wow. I was like, I have no cell reception and I have nothing downloaded. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Big Shiny Tunes all night. Any of those songs that you hear off of those albums, they all feel like one-hit wonders almost. But like any of those, it's like I'm right back in, you know, 1998, staying at my grandma's house and going to the HMV in West Edmonton Mall to look at Big Shiny Tunes. Like all those songs, it's like maybe I don't know the, the name of the song, but like you hear it, you can whole thing. Yeah. It just throws you back to exactly where you were at that point in your life. You're listening to the Carter Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, people are texting. I think the clubhouse leader right now with songs that people find synonymous with Big Shiny Tunes is Blur Song 2. From Big Shiny Tunes 2? 
Yeah. Which is the best selling of the bunch. And when you think about it, mentioned it before. So it's it sold over a million copies in three months when it was released. For a Canadian album, that's unheard of. So and that's only sold in Canada. Yeah. And you think of how many people lived in Canada in 1998. Oh, I know. It was a- 25 million, maybe. So one in every 25 house, households had one. And I was saying to you a few minutes ago, remember when we all had the CD sleeve thing in our sun visors oh, of our car? yes. There was always a bunch of burned CDs, and then there was probably two or three big shiny tunes. They had everything. Everybody had a big shiny tunes. Somebody said, do you remember the song How Bizarre? It was catchy as hell. I do remember that song, and I remember the video. They're cruising down the highway in a red convertible, I think. Oh, so artistic. OMC. That's what they're called. OMC. How bizarre. This person says, I was around 11 years old. Well, hang on a second. Let's play a little chunk of that while we read the text message, because I brought my big shiny tunes. Oh, man. This one right here. Ooh, baby. Uh... I was around 11 years old, standing in HMV, holding the How Bizarre CD and Big Shiny Tunes 2, trying to decide which one to buy. I went with Big Shiny Tunes, and I feel like that was a pivotal moment in my development. Probably listened to that song, or probably listened to song two about a hundred times that day. Wow. This song, does anyone remember this? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a banger. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, oh, hey, Bryce. So last night, I ate my dinner alone again. Oh, geez. Back to the TV? No, this time I changed it up. So I sat at the table by myself, but I moved to the other side of the table, and uh, I turned the TV on, so it was no longer eating in absolute silence. Okay. So I took it up one notch, and I just flipped the TV on, and I was just about to dig into my giant spinach salad. And then I'm like, is that professional tag on TV? Oh, no. Did you know you can watch tag on TV? No, I did not. Did you know it's the company we work for that airs tag on TV? What time was this on TV? Uh, 5.30 last night, 6 o'clock. Oh, boy. Like, Rogers I know the- Sportsnet carries professional tag. So I think the NHL uh, for American Thanksgiving, they take American Thanksgiving off. So there are no games yesterday. Oh. So we have one day without the NHL and that's what we have to... We got tag. <laughs> it, was, it was so slick. It was like teams of two people running around an indoor playground like that they constructed just for... I don't know if they were playing grounders or whatever that game is called. Because oh. I stuck with it for maybe 30 seconds. Well, I stuck with it long enough to find the remote and go, who who the hell airs tag? And then I find, oh, that's us. I remember one day turning on, I think it was TSN, and they had like professional drone racing. Yes. And that was really weird. Do you remember a time when TSN, this was back in the early 2000s, TSN for the longest time was carrying mini golf? Oh, I don't remember mini golf. Yeah. I, I remember the first time that I saw cheerleading on TSN, and I kind of thought, well, this is weird, but now you realize, no, that's cheerleading's a real sport. It's pretty tough. Yeah. But then, like, from time to time, you know, obviously they still air darts and stuff like that, and you're like, who is watching? But then, deep down, I kind of want to go to 
Well, the people watching darts are just getting hammered. They're on another planet. Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe that would be a fun time. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, hey, tag, professional tag. It's on TV now. How old are the people doing professional? Are they eight-year-olds or are they... No, they're... Well, I saw... There must be women, a women's league, too. What I saw last night was men, late 20s, early 30s, very physically fit. Like, they were athletes. How do you sit down your family and friends and be like, listen, I'm quitting my job just so mm-hmm. I can focus on my tag career? How do you get that good at tag? Did you see that movie tag a couple years ago? I did. That was actually better than you thought it would be? Yeah. Are you allowed to criticize Rogers on the air? I'm not criticizing Rogers. I'm just saying, how <laughs> did I not know? Why would we criticize Rogers with its award-winning cell phone coverage? <laughs> Price. <laughs> Uh, no, I was just surprised <laughs> I saw that on Rogers Sportsnet. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. We need to go back to something that was on during the 8 o'clock news with Bryce Kelly, where the numbers are in, and the most Googled question in all of Alberta this year was, how do I make myself puke? More people Googled that than anything else in Alberta this year. That's right. It's not... Uh, which side of the plate does the fork go on at a formal dinner? Or how do I tie a bow tie? No, it's how do I make myself puke? And I don't know. Like, I'm sure that there are people that we talked about this before, too, that have eating disorders. And that is some information you need. But are there that many people Googling that question? And why? What is that all about? Go ahead. Hi. Hello? Hello? Um, the, re- the reason that um, uh, kids probably Google um, how to make yourself puke is to skip out of school. Oh, I never even thought about that. That's devious. So you just yeah. you run down the hallway, and then, ugh. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever yeah. done that? No. Good. Thank you for the call. Thank you. I appreciate that. I just remember I'd put like a warm washcloth on my forehead for five minutes or so. And then, mommy, can you take my temperature? And she'd put her hand on my forehead. Next thing you know, I'm watching Mr. Dress up on the couch. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. The uh, number one most Googled question in Alberta this year. How do I make myself puke? I'm not even making that up. That's what we were most curious about in this province all year long. Yeah, specifically the questions that start with how to, they mm-hmm. broke it down province by province, and ours, for some reason, was how to make yourself puke. Huh. It was easily the most embarrassing of all the provinces. I mean, Ontario's was how to draw a unicorn easily. Yeah, I don't know which is more embarrassing. I think it's the puke one. Yeah. It's not, how do I make myself a better person? How do I donate to all the charities? We had a kid call in a few minutes ago and say, just kids just trying to get out of school. Man, that'd that be is. next level. Somebody texted though and said, if kids are making themselves actually puke to get out of school these days, wow, that is commitment. The most I ever did was try and seem really sick through bad acting and hot cloths. The You would always practice your sick voice before you went down the hallway to tell your mom and dad. But you always way overact. You sounded more like a shipwreck survivor or a ultra marathoner who just crossed a desert than a flu victim. You're smacking your lips and getting all woozy with the back of your hand against your forehead like a 
Hollywood starlet in a 1940s talkie. And you got to keep it going all day. Oh my God, yeah. You can't drop the act after five minutes. No, you can't have a miraculous recovery at like 10.30 in the morning so you can go to school and play soccer at recess. No, you got to keep that one going. <sighs> if you really want to puke, just eat my mother-in-law's meatloaf. <laughs> I'm not even married. No. Hmm. And likely never will be with comments like that. What a wise crack that was. It sure was. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We were talking yesterday on the, on the show about the, uh, the crazy expensive skip the dishes orders. I was thinking about that again this morning, driving to work. What was the most expensive one? Was it like 40? It was in Ontario. I think it was about $4,000. Uh, I have it right here. It was $4,000 worth of chicken wings and chicken Alfredo. Oh my God, that makes me hungry. That's too much chicken though. And that's weird. That's chicken worlds colliding too. The Alfredo versus the wings. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot of Alfredo. It's so much Alfredo. And then the other one was like uh, $3,500 worth of rigatoni. Manitoba's biggest Man- owner. Yeah, it was their biggest, uh, each province's biggest order of the last decade. And Manitoba's was $3,500 worth of rigatoni. Do you remember what ours was? It was $900 worth of Dom Perignon. Uh, We can do better than that. So $900 worth of champagne. Who would have ordered $900 of champagne from Skip the Dishes? That's somebody who failed to plan ahead. That's what that was. (laughs) It really is. That was an order of last resort. That was like, oh my God, it's your 50th anniversary, like tonight? It's your anniversary? Oh boy. No, baby, I didn't forget our anniversary. Totally didn't forget it. Leaves the room. Huh. Man, how much though, like what was your most expensive order? You did the pizza thing a few weeks ago that oh. failed misery. You accidentally yeah. ordered from two places. Yeah, I ordered a pizza, then changed my mind, decided to cancel it, and then order from somewhere else. Turns out that I didn't cancel it, and I had two pies show up on my doorstep. Yeah. Oh no, I said. <laughs> Except for one of them was uh, your best girls, right? And was it all like... Uh, cauliflower crust or something oh weird. yeah the gluten-free one that's oh. a sad looking pie well, i'll eat it in a pinch but it wouldn't be my go-to it's so flat and sad looking uh hello morning garner how you doing great how about you good i was inspired to call in about uh spending too much on skip the dishes yeah yeah has it become a problem for you well i wouldn't say it went into the realm of a problem but i uh the heat in my classic 2005 F-150 quit working, mm. so I was forced to trade that bad boy in. Ooh! And, uh, yeah, so uh, looking at the new payment and how I'm going to pay for said vehicle, I had to crunch the numbers on the old budget. So something had to go and that thing that went is skip the dishes? Well, I went through the credit card statements and I added up the skip the dishes and the Starbucks and the Tim Hortons and... All those trips to the gas station where I only spent $5, and it was over $600 a month. Wow, that's probably your truck, your new car payment, right? It is my new car payment, (laughs) yeah. Uh, When you need to get a part-time job just so you can have a burger delivered to your doorstep, it's time to sit down with the calculator. You know, like in those debt collection commercials? where it's just you late at night at the kitchen table, piles of bills everywhere, and it's in black and white for some reason. Mm -hmm. That's when you know it's time. Like $600 a month on 
that was just like takeout food, right? It's probably smart and wise to go through your monthly spending and see where you can trim the fat and stuff. But it's also probably incredibly devastating is when you're like, how much money did I spend at gas stations? <laughs> yeah, $3,200, huh? And none of that was gas? And none of it was gasoline. Ooh. The most embarrassing thing for me is whenever I do have to go into a bank and mm-hmm. they have to pull up my stuff and like, can they see all of my purchases? Can they see how <laughs> irresponsible I am? I see you eat at uh, Taco Time four times a week, huh? $1,400 at Bulk Barn. Wow. Huh. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody just texted and said, I spent $445 on having food delivered back in August and had to sell my PlayStation to my neighbor's kids so I could cover my rent. LOL. I'm getting better at making my own lunch, but I still have a ways to go. Caleb. Thank you, Caleb. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.